You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Man, it's hard to argue against either one of those guys, Rodgers or Mahomes, because we're playing highlights of these dudes as, as you hear the uh, debate rage on about who's better. Woo. It's like, you know, Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. By the way, the ESPN app, if you have not downloaded the app, Harry Douglas in for Key and J today. Harry, it's the best app. I mean, like, if they had this thing when I was a kid, if there was some app for ESPN when I was a kid, I lost my mind. You can check us out on the ESPN app, and you can listen to KJM. Just say, if you have smart speakers, it's a cool thing, man. Play ESPN radio. We pop right up. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. But Harry Douglas, man, just when you have your eyeballs on those two dudes, Mahomes and Rodgers. <laughs> I know. Bob Gibson, the great Cardinals ace in the, in the 60s, was asked, what's the greatest catch you've ever seen? He said, the greatest catch is like the prettiest lady. The last one you saw is the best you ever saw, right? Like <laughs> Mahomes and Rodgers, whoever you just looked at last, that's the one that's on your mind. It's nuts. But, but Harry, listen to what Sammy Watkins said mm-hmm. about Rodgers and Mahomes, and I want you to react to this. Early in camp, Randall Cobb asked you in front of your locker, said Mahomes <laughs> or Rodgers, you said, I think Pat is incredibly good, but A-Rod is on a whole nother level. He's amazing how he controls the ball, how he put everybody in place. I've been with a lot of quarterbacks, and I've never seen them carry themselves like Aaron Rodgers. All right. Harry Douglas, Ooh. you heard Sammy Watkins. Now, of course, he's now with Rodgers. If he was now with Mahomes, he might be singing a different <laughs> tune, right? But, but it sounded like he was being honest to me. What's your yep. assessment? Um. Now, I think the part I would take out is a whole nother level, um, more so than Patrick Mahomes. We got to understand Patrick Mahomes went to four straight uh, AFC championship games that they actually hosted at Kansas City, two Super Bowl appearances, one Super Bowl win. But then when you look at a guy like Aaron Rodgers, who the last three years has been 13-3, he's went to two NFC championship games. Now, granted, one of those times he ran up into Tom Brady, the GOAT, the greatest of all time. But then another time he lost to the run game of the San Francisco 49ers and Jimmy Garoppolo. But a guy like Aaron Rodgers, the last four seasons, right, he's only thrown a total of 15 interceptions. That is unheard of. You talk about somebody who's going to take care of the football. He's thrown for over 4,000 yards in each one of those four seasons. And he's not, he has not had more than five interceptions in the last four years in a single season. So when you look at that greatness, and the thing that I will give Aaron Rodgers over a guy like Patrick Mahomes is the mental part of the game, right? He is going to decipher you with his mind. He is going to deceive you and make you think one thing. Uh, and, and if you, you're going to play a certain coverage, he's going to be able to pick that up instantly. Now, Patrick Mahomes is still learning. Now, granted, he's younger, but he's still learning, and he's going to get to a point to where he is uh, on, on Aaron Rodgers' level from a mental uh, standpoint and mental capacity. But if I had to choose, 
I am going with Aaron Rodgers just because I think there's every throw on the football field that he can make. There's no throw that he cannot make. He can do it from every arm angle. Not saying that Patrick Mahomes can't do it. Not only can Patrick Mahomes do it from every arm angle, (laughs) he don't have to be looking in that direction. Exactly. (laughs) All the no-look passes that he's had. But I'll say this, Max. Yeah. I played the receiver position in National Football League for 10 years, and this is nothing against any quarterback I've played for. I played for Matt Ryan for seven years, seven phenomenal years, Marcus Mariota for three in Tennessee, Um, and I love both of those guys. But if I had to pick one quarterback that I could have played one season with in my 10-year career, I'm picking a guy like Aaron Rodgers, A.A. Ron, baby. All right, now look, we showed a stat uh, twice. I'm going to call for it again here, Harry, Mm because you're making a point that was made to me on this Justin yesterday, that Aaron Rodgers, what he's done recently in the regular season, mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, for his career, is five, intercept, five uh, touchdowns to every interception, give, give or take, right? And, yep. and, and Patrick Mahomes is four. But in the playoffs in their careers, oh. Aaron Rodgers is a little under three and a half. You know where Patrick Mahomes is still? Four. Tell me next. And in the last four seasons in the playoffs, Aaron Rodgers has 18 touchdowns, five interceptions, which is great. It's better than three to one. Patrick Mahomes has 20 – this is his whole career, same four seasons in those playoffs. 28 touchdowns, seven interceptions, four to one, right? Like he's – and in that time, Mahomes has been to two Super Bowls in Rodgers' entire career. He's been to one. As you mentioned, he's hosted four AFC championship games. He's advanced in the playoffs – Every single time, Rodgers has not. We're talking about the mm-hmm. last four years, right? Yep. It's a team game. So if your team is good, I don't want to hear about, well, he has Andy Reid, he's on team. His team's good enough to win 13 games every year. You're good no, enough correct. to advance in the playoffs. If the quarterback plays better, he played poorly against Tom Brady in that game. Not, okay, not by normal standards, by his standards. Well, I, I, wouldn't point, say, I wouldn't say he played poorly. By his standards. He, Harry, okay, by his standards. I got you. He okay. was, like, put it this way. Even when you say, well, the receiver could have caught that. Was it a nice catchable ball or was it like, damn, Aaron? Remember at the end of the, of the first <laughs> half against Tom Brady, first time Brady's in your conference. Yep. And, and, and like, he, it's, it's, they had a chance. They're in the red zone. He couldn't get it done. That's one of the reasons Coach took the ball out of his hands on fourth down at the end of the game and handed it to Tom Brady, so he lost, right? As opposed to when Patrick Mahomes was stopped by Tom Brady in the playoffs, he actually beat Tom Brady. He beat him. Brady threw an interception, game over. Up, pre-snap penalty, give Brady the ball back. Mahomes never touches it again, except no one said they should change the rules, the overtime rules when that happened. When it happened (laughs) to Mahomes, when it happened to Josh Allen, and Mahomes is the beneficiary, they changed the rule that year. Mahomes, to me, is like, he's like, Aaron Rodgers and, and, and Brett Favre had a baby, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Brett Favre was a dude who drew it up with a stick in the dirt, and everyone loved playing schoolyard ball and backyard ball with, with Brett Favre, but he turned the ball over too much. Aaron Rodgers came out and, and had all the same skills that Favre had, but didn't turn the ball over. So you might Correct. say, well, Mahomes is just like Favre. But uh, sorry, just like Rodgers, but he's not. Because Favre had something Rodgers doesn't have. He has that. He like you could see his teammates have fun playing with him. He's electric. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's off schedule at times. You know he's he, he's clearly not just respected but loved. Right? He is. Mahomes got that same thing. That same juice yep. Favre had. Plus he doesn't turn the ball over like Aaron Rodgers, and he's had more playoff success. Harry, you're you're right. And uh, like, listen, we both can be right. I don't I don't really think there's a wrong answer here. It's just that I think. I've played against 
Aaron Rodgers so many times, Max. When I was in Atlanta in 2010, we had the number one overall seed, right? I think it was 13-3 and we were that year. The Green Bay Packers barely squeaked in into the playoffs. I think they beat the Chicago Bears the last game of the year to put them into the playoffs. They came into the Georgia Dome at the time and blew us out. I also played against Aaron Rodgers two, two, on two separate uh, occasions in the month of December up there at Lambeau, the frozen tundra. Uh, the last time it was 2014 where he, they lined Jordy Nelson up in a cut split, yep. and he ran a corner post. And our backside corner read it and understood what was about to happen. So he was replacing uh, someone and going to pick the ball off. Aaron Rodgers put that ball on such a line drive, and the, trage- the trajectory of the football did not allow the corner to pick it off. Yeah. When I see things like that, I'm like, man, this – I don't know if I'm a witness anything like this ever again in my lifetime. No, you he's, talk about he's, he's the be- if you're talking about just measuring skills to my eye, Harry, and obviously mine aren't yours. You understand what you're looking at at a different level, obviously. But he's the best. Rodgers is the best, right? But somehow, when you measure team success, and again, I'm not trying to hear, well, he hasn't had better coaches, a good enough team, because they're going, they get 13 wins every year in the regular season, right? So you're yep. good enough. And, and somehow, whatever he's doing, like I made this argument, Rodgers over Brady for years. Like, come on, man, don't compare Brady to Rodgers. Brady got Belichick. <laughs> Rodgers clearly better than Brady. But when it comes down to it, Brady has a certain effect on the team that Rodgers does yep. not seem to have in the moment of truth. And there have been enough moments of truth that after a while, it's not just luck. It's not just who's coaching. It's not just, you know, Brady's getting lucky. You can't get, can't get, no one gets that lucky. All right. Yeah, but, that, but that's the one thing I say about Aaron Rodgers, that you talk about the charisma and the relationship with his teammates and his aura and the way he does things. That's the difference between him and a Tom Brady and a Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, I, I, and it, like, the results are not there for Rodgers. Now, look, compared to everyone who ever lived practically, yes. But compared to the greats, the greatest of all time, he is, to me, falling into the – Peyton Manning category, which is greatest or best regular season player ever. It's probably Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning is probably the best regular season player ever, but he is not in the GOAT conversation because if you can't get it done when it counts most, right? I know Peyton won one. Rodgers has won one. Well, Peyton won two. Two. But, you know, he was along for the ride on the second one. Won one um, because of him. But I, I get that, and it's not like Dan Marino who never won the stand. But when Brady's sitting on seven, the standards change, brother. They just change, and yeah. and and you can't, you know, like people used to talk about. Well, Peyton didn't have the defense that stopped him from scoring a single point against the Jets in the playoffs. You know, there are too many situations, and when it mattered most, where Peyton Manning and now Aaron Rodgers, the performance declines when the team needs it to to increase. You know, MJ got better under pressure. Tom Brady gets better under pressure. The GOATs get better under pressure. And Aaron Rodgers, though he's still very good, gets a little worse. Dallas Cowboys, Tyron Smith, suffered a torn hamstring in practice, Harry, and is out indefinitely. How much added pressure does this put on Dak Prescott? Uh Vern in Chicago, you're always... Keyshawn, Jay Will. And Max. What's up, fellas? Max, you my guy. But right now, I'm trying to figure out what planet you on right now with that comment. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio. Everywhere you are. 
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. So, uh, Harry, I don't know how relatable this is, but let me ask you something. You ever have shirts that fit you just right? You know, like you take your time, you buy a shirt, you spend some money, you get the thing, fits you just right. And then someone in the house, Uh be it, I don't know, your your lady or a cleaning lady or, or, you know, uh, I'm not, listen, I've been been in the media for 25 years. I'm doing, I I know where this is going. A couple times a week. I know where this is going. The point is, you, you put it in the laundry. And it comes back half the size. Oh, Max, that has happened to me on numerous of occasions. Because not by my wife, not by my wife. Who, who, who doesn't say that? You? Oh man, man, you gonna get me slapped. Oh, my my grandmother. <laughs> Where's you grandma know, some, right now, Harry? Some, that's like I have where is she room. right now? Wait a minute before she, you go on. Where is she right up, now? She's upstairs. She's upstairs. All right, she's tread upstairs. tread carefully. Here. I, I know. I got to say it's silently so, yeah. so grandma don't hear me come down here because she would interrupt this entire show oh. and be like, what did you say about me again? So so grandma sometimes, uh, I would have my clothes in the washer. I, w- I would go somewhere and then when I come back home, all my clothes would be in the dryer. And my, 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 my college shirts, most of them go with my suit so they're custom made. And I'm not even going to get into how much they cost, but, but it's a lot cheap. of money. Yeah. No. And next thing you know, when I put the shirt on, the what do you call this part right here by by your by your wrist? Um, the cuff. Yeah, your cuff. The cuff is damn near mid 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 arm, Max. Yeah, yeah. And I can no longer then you know I work out and stuff. So when I try to button up my shirt, it's like the the buttons are screaming. Yeah, like, yeah. Please right, let right. Me it's pulling right here. See this shirt I'm wearing right now. <laughs> this shirt used to fit perfectly, and it got obviously put in the dryer. Right, little polo shirt. Look at how jacked up the collar is, Harry. It's coming this way and that way. Sleeves are all too small around the shoulders and chest and stuff. And not only that, but I lost weight recently. You know, I starved myself half the day just, you know, mm-hmm. because I had that detached retina. I couldn't, I couldn't, like, really work out for, like, a month. So I'm like, all right, I don't want to get fat in the summer. Let me skip breakfast, right? And it looks like, uh, looks like that has not been the case right now. <laughs> I, I mean, I, it's... No, no lie, no lie. I Why literally she put it in the dryer. People know the dryer shrinks stuff. I washed clothes late last night because I got home from from New York Seaport, and I immediately, as soon as they got done washing, I went and took all my college shirts and hung them up on the rail. See, I'm still that guy that lay them out on the rail upstairs, mm-hmm. uh, the walkway in the hallway. Yep. I, I'm that guy. My wife gets mad at me about that. What to dry them? Mean. Yeah, to dry, let them yeah. dry, hang dry. Yeah, you got to have a, or, or, or you should have like one of those things you put up and you just hang dry all your stuff. But yeah. I know it all doesn't fit there, though, is the problem. Yep. Right, we're back in 10 seconds from <gasps> now. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. 
Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPN2. Listen to KJM on your smart speaker. Just say play ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. And we're going to dive into the Cowboys. Yes, they got some more news. Their tackle, Tyron Smith. A pattern that occurs over and over again. Hurt his hamstring yesterday, and the reason why this is really, really big news for the Dallas Cowboys is because you see the deficiencies that they already have. Coming into this season, you have C.D. Lamb as your wide receiver. One, you don't know who's going to be your wide receiver. Two, Michael Gallup towards ACL back in January. We don't know when he's going to be back. James Washington hurt himself in training camp early this year. We don't know where he's going to be. Now, in saying that, you look at this offensive line and how it was constructed last year. Lyle Collins, he's no longer there. He's with the Cincinnati Bengals. But then you look at a guy like Connor Williams, who's no longer there. He's with the Miami Dolphins. So this team was really counting on Tyron Smith to be a guy to help solidify that offensive line. Now, Tyron Smith has had issues over the last few years with injuries. And the only mindset that I'm in right now is that when you have a guy like Tyron Smith go down, you talk about pressure. And a guy like Dak Prescott, the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, has a ton of pressure on him already going into this season. Now one of your main offensive linemen, one of your main guys, is not going to be with you because of a severe hamstring injury. He can't stay healthy, Harry. Yes, Max, yes. Tyron Smith, really good. I mean, I don't even know if he's a really good left tackle anymore. He was a really good tackle. I mean, he was part – he was – you know, a lot of people like to say – What's his name? The, uh, the guard is the best player on the line that they drafted instead of Johnny Manziel. Um, who am I thinking of? But at any rate, it was Zach Martin, right? Um, yep. 
But if he was really the best player on the offensive line, he'd play left tackle. <laughs> right? like Tyron, Tyron, let's be honest. Tyron Smith is their best you know, offensive lineman. And, and he yep. was part of that line that was considered the best in football for years. Can't stay healthy. Mm-hmm. So what does this mean for Dak? Oh, the pressure's on. The pressure's on Dak. And the pressure was on Dak coming into this season um, with how the Cowboys finished the season last year, losing to the San Francisco 49ers in the first round of the playoffs. But we've seen Dak last year not have some of his best moments. And part of that was due to injury, but a part of that also was because the offensive line didn't live up to the standards that they um, had b- before the season even started. So coming into this year, when you see a guy like Tyron Smith, it's going to be out and you already have question marks on your offensive line, it leaves that much pressure. Now, I think the run game is going to be one of the Dallas Cowboys' best friend offensively, and when you have a guy now not in that lineup on that O-line that can open up holes, that can help uh, Ezekiel Elliott become and be, well, get back to what he was, but also help Tony Pollard, who I think is phenomenal, uh, who's going to shine this year as well, who can do it in the run game and the pass game, you're raising eyebrows if you're Jerry Jones. You're raising eyebrows if you're Mike McCarthy or if you're Kellen Moore because now a piece of uh, your offense that you were counting on to open up holes for those running backs to protect Dak Prescott because you already have those efficiencies is no longer going to be there. You know and I feel sorry happened? for Dak, man. You know I'm, I'm going to lie. You look at the Cowboys. When they put that get together that great line that was reminiscent of the line that they won championships with that Emmitt Smith mm-hmm. ran behind – they, if you look back, they drafted, I want to say, in five years, consecutive years, they took four, they spent four first round picks out of five years on mm. offensive linemen. I believe that was the case. Maybe one of them was a second round pick. I think there was, it was like four firsts or maybe three firsts in a second in five years. That's how they built the line. Now they supplemented, but not at that level. The line is not the same. The Cowboys, as we knew them, are not the same. And, and it's not just in, in any kind of, comparative analysis, including in sports when you're looking at two teams or looking at a division. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think, you think about it in terms of what that line is going to do against the defense, right? Yep. But you're also comparing it to how strong or weak is it what's, it, what's its strength compared to offensive lines in the division, right? Is it an advantage or a weakness when you're talking <laughs> about comparing teams? Well, for so many years... The Dallas Cowboys were unquestionably the best offensive line in, in the NFC East. Then the Eagles started coming up in the world, mm-hmm. right? Then there were a couple of years like when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. I remember early that year, I'm like, ah, look, it went healthy. I think the Eagles might have the best line this year. They won the Super Bowl. Now this year, who has the best line in the offensive, offensive line in the East? The Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles, easily. And, now and, they, and, and they had the number one run game in the National Football League Well, last those year. two things are... You know, I saw they, they, co- they go hand in hand with one another. You can have a great running back, and this is this. I I don't know if I'm getting the numbers exactly right, but I'm ballpark. Okay, a great running back behind a bad line is going to get you two, three yards a carry. A mediocre running back, like league average, behind a great line, going to get you seven yards a carry. Right? It's like now a great running back behind a great line going to get you ten yards a carry. Right? He's going to give you a premium, <laughs> but I'll take seven yards a carry all day long. It's about like so that's why you don't draft running backs up high. Because you bet you want a running game, you wanna you wanna you wanna win on the ground or at least establish the run, you gotta have guys blocking up front. The Cowboys, who everyone's saying, Oh, Dak can't drop by back fifty times and you gotta run with Zeke and Pollard and da da da. Good luck. 
Well, I'll tell you this. That's, that's another reason why you look at the San Francisco 49ers and how they're constructed and why they don't draft running backs high and how they could take just free agents and plug them into the running back room and they have instant success. Number one, it's because of the offensive line and how they block the run scheme and the play caller. Kyle Shanahan and John Litch understands that, hey, we believe in our offensive line, we believe in our offensive philosophy, that we don't have to go out in the first, second, third round and pick, and pick up running backs. We can get guys off the street. Hey, come on over here. We believe in our offensive line. Come, come run behind them, and they're efficient. Uh, you, you have, the proof is in the pudding. Look at the, the division round, yep. the Cowboys versus the 49ers. You look at the two line, the, the line of scrimmage, the offensive line and defensive line, the defensive line of the San Francisco 49ers, they got to Dak Prescott rushing for a guys. You look at the offensive line for the San Francisco 49ers, they, were, they won the line of scrimmage. They were the better team against the uh, Dallas Cowboys defensive line. So that's another reason why these teams shouldn't be drafting running backs up high because if you believe in your offensive line and, and if it's constructed the right way, then you don't, you don't have to spend all that money on a running back in the first round. That's Go right. fill other holes on your team like offensive line, defensive line, where we know uh, games are won up front in the trenches. Man, if you get a, have a good line, you draft a running back in the fourth round, he's going to do damn. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. He's, all right, listen. Facts. While showing Aaron Rodgers some love, mm. Harry Douglas, in for Key and Jay here on Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Devontae Adams may have put the bullseye squarely on Derek Carr's back. Listen to Keyshawn J. Willemax live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Harry Douglas in for Key and Jay here on Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Harry, do you, do you know how good this ESPN app is? If you don't have the app, da- just trust me, it's free. It takes nothing. Download the app. Download the app. You can listen to KJM, to this show, on the app wherever you are. Li- check out KJM on the ESPN app. Or if you have smart speakers, say play ESPN radio, and boom, we're right there. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Okay, so Harry, we were talking earlier about Devontae Adams mm-hmm. singing. Well, we, we, were talking, <laughs> we were talking about Sammy Watkins singing 
Aaron Rodgers praises. Devontae Adams, now mm-hmm. with Derek Carr, his bestie, was singing his praises too. Listen to what Devontae Adams said about Aaron Rodgers. He's the best quarterback, you know, in my opinion, to play this game. I think a lot of what he did for me was not just about the type of balls or whatever that he threw, you know, great back shoulder, whatever. Like, there was obviously that, but the the way that he, he had the Michael Jordan effect as far as, like, he going he gonna to make you play better. He going he gonna to bring out your best just by being on the field. I got a problem with that, Harry, and I'll tell you why. The Michael Jordan effect. You can't invoke Michael Jordan's name. Because, look, he said he'll make you better just by being on the field. But here's the thing about MJ, okay? This goes for a select few of the greatest of all time. Mariano Rivera, the Yankees' closer, fits into this category. They set the highest standard of all time. Like, if you look at MJ's record in, in championships, if you look at never went to a game seven, six and oh. Uh, if you look at his numbers, highest scoring average of all time. If you look at his advanced analytics, the best across the board. He's the greatest player ever. He sets the highest standard. So how did he do when it mattered most in the playoffs? He always elevated. His numbers got better. So he's better than the best ever who's himself, right? <laughs> That's Michael Jordan. That was Mariano Rivera. That was a select few guys. Tom Brady's regular season, like the reason he's not Mike, Michael Jordan or Mariano Rivera is his regular seasons did not set the highest standard of all time. They were among the highest. But in the playoffs, he does get better. He elevates especially over the second half of his career. And Aaron Rodgers is much more like Peyton Manning or Alex Rodriguez or someone like that. Eventually, Peyton Manning and A-Rod and those guys, they win championships because they're so great normally that they're not always going to fail in the playoffs. They give them enough reps that their greatness will come out. But clearly, their postseason play is not up to the standard of their regular season play not up to the standard Harry I once asked Don Mattingly mm-hmm. who was manager of the Dodgers at the time played first base for the Yankees when I was a kid he was the best player in baseball for a couple of years at the end of his career they finally made the playoffs as a wild card first year of the wild card 95 mm-hmm. he had no he, bad back he was about to retire tore the cover off the ball in the 95 playoffs against the Mariners so I asked him how do you do that like, how do you – I understand staying the same guy. A lot of guys do that, <laughs> stay the same guy under pressure. But how do you elevate under pressure? He said, well, actually, you do stay the same guy. But mm-hmm. you keep in mind that not everyone's going to be able to. And you, you exploit what – you exploit the nerves they're feeling. Now, say, if, no, Max, say, yeah. say it one more time now. So this, That's a gem that a lot of people probably need to hear. So Don Mattingly – Mm-hmm. Turned out to be in a very small sample size, one play at the end of his career, but he had a great playoff series. And I asked him, I know guys like, for example, let me tell you guys who I think have reputations out of proportion with what they actually did. I think Tom Brady in the first half of his career didn't elevate, he just stayed the same. Mm-hmm. I think Derek Jeter throughout his career in the playoffs just stayed the same. I think Kobe Bryant in the playoffs stayed the same guy, right? But they're so great that that's an amazing player. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a dude who gets better. He sets the highest standards and somehow exceeds that under pressure. Michael Jordan, Mariano Rivera. Don Mattingly got better when they needed him most. How'd you do that? Donnie Baseball. He said, no, you do st- I stayed the same. I, couldn't, I didn't get better than I normally would. I stayed the same guy. But mm. I took advantage of the fact that not everyone would. Maybe the pitcher wouldn't. Maybe the defense wouldn't. 
Make, yep. You know, they're feeling it, and you can take advantage of it. That makes sense to me. But that's not what Aaron Rodgers has done in recent years. Nope. He has not even remained the same guy. He's still very good because he's Aaron Rodgers. He's incredible. But he has gotten a little worse in the playoffs than in the regular season. He has. Now, I, I do understand what you, just, what you just said, and you brought up Tom Brady as well. But I'm going to bring up Tom Brady in a different light because when I hear the GOAT talk or I hear Michael Jordan talk, I think about the six rings that Michael Jordan has won. But then when you move over to the greatest of all time who did it football-wise, you think about a guy named Tom Brady who's done it seven times and has seven rings and has ten Super Bowl appearances and won seven of those, lost three. But I had a chance, man, on, on, on my little podcast that I have, um, the HD Connection, I interviewed Dion Branch, who played with Tom Brady, right? And he at one point was a Super Bowl MVP. And I asked him, man, um, how did Tom make you better as a player? He said it wasn't necessarily that Tom made me better as a player. He said Tom made me elevate at another level that I didn't know I had because of his standards and, the, and what he expects and, and, and the discipline that he has and what he expects from his wide receivers. He said he made him elevate his play to a whole other level. And I thought that was big, man, because a guy like Tom Brady – who has the charisma, who can get along with his teammates, who could be on social – I love Tampa Bay Tom Brady because he's on social media. You see the funny mm-hmm. posts, and he's a straight savage. We didn't get to see Got Tom Brady in New off, England like right? That. Without yes. Belichick, yeah, yeah. Yes, but then you see free agents want to follow Tom Brady and go where he is. He gets it. He understands it. He's going to elevate everyone's play. You just heard Cameron Brake in his, in his post-practice interview. Listen – we miss Tom Brady being out here. We missing him cussing people out. You just know when he's on this football field, everyone else is going to elevate to another level. That's when you talk about Michael Jordan. I'm thinking about Tom Brady in that light. Well, the I'll, last I think Magic person Johnson, thinking, when you say something like that, I think of yeah. a guy, and I said this yesterday, Harry, a guy who – so MJ didn't always elevate everybody. MJ could be mm-hmm. tough, man. You had to be a, have a certain kind of personality to deal Your with Your mindset had to be different. But here's a guy who I always felt, yeah, here's a guy who I always felt elevated the whole team. And you know this when he walks in the room. Magic Johnson, he's not, Michael Jordan's better than Magic Johnson, I get it. But Magic Johnson can walk into a room and make everyone in the room feel like they need to be the best version of themselves because he, that's the way he sees you. He sees you as the best version of yourself and you don't want to let him down because of that. He has this ability to lead and uplift, right? Any room he walks into. By the way, great quarterbacks are the same thing. You know who gives everyone a good feeling when they walk in the room? Drew Brees. Right? Like, there are dudes who can enter a room and make everyone want to be the best version of themselves. Now, maybe Devontae Adams feels that's Aaron Rodgers. Maybe he Mm -hmm. does. Rodgers has made a lot of good receivers, has helped make a lot of good receivers who are not first-round picks, obviously, right? I just notice that Aaron Rodgers' teams – underperform in the playoffs compared to the regular season. So I cannot invoke the name Michael Jordan when, when talking about him. And I agree with you because when you go to look at playoff wins, right, and I look at a guy like Tom Brady who has 35, but then I turn around and I look at a guy like Aaron Rodgers who has 11. But then you look at the last three seasons and A-Rod and the Packers going 13-3, and three, but you don't have not one Super Bowl appearance on, to show for it. You win but 13 games, that, you're good enough to advance in the playoffs. I don't want to hear about you're not good But not enough. only that, though, Max. 
You let Tom Brady come up to the frozen tundra yeah. in January oh, where home field advantage Harry. is supposed to be to your advantage Harry. and beat you in the NFC Championship game. But oh. not only beat you, oh. he goes on to win the Super Bowl in his first year in Tampa Bay. You can't ignore things Think like about that. how devastating this is. Because of his play at the end of the first half, where he's throwing balls maybe the receivers could catch, but they weren't beautiful, catchable balls, right? Mm-hmm. And, they, and, and they, they couldn't score in the red zone. Because of that, obviously, coach is looking at the end of the game like, we can't go for it on fourth down. He has not been able to get it done, right? Takes the ball the first year Brady's in the conference. Well, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, if he had Belichick, he'd have won all those Super Bowls. The first <laughs> year he's in the conference. He takes the ball out of your hands and hands it to Tom Brady, who not only gets by you, but then goes on to win the Super Bowl. Oof. Oh. Guess who, guess who uh, we're going to talk to in a minute, Harry? Who? Someone who's played. Because I mentioned Peyton Manning. He won't, Jeff Saturday Ooh. won't like this because oh. I talked about Peyton Manning being the best regular like season him. player That's of all time. But you can't be a GOAT. You can't be the GOAT if you don't at least stay the same or elevate in the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers... Last four years, you could say, is like Peyton Manning, best regular season player of all time. Hasn't really advanced in the playoffs, hardly at all. And this is a man who played with both Peyton Manning and Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> the, the great Jeff Saturday. What's up, Jeff? What's the word? How you feeling? Look at this. Always a good day. You know it. Well, listen, it's already August 25th. You know, That's we're right. getting close That's to right. September. I got to start hot taking yeah. everything. Yeah, we got to start cliffs. We got to get the whole thing yeah. going. I'm with yeah. you 100%. Absolutely. <laughs> Keyshawn J. Willemax is presented by Progressive Insurance here to help you score big savings. To see how much you can save on auto insurance, visit Progressive.com. Okay. Devontae Adams, I took exception to this, said Aaron Rodgers has the Michael Jordan effect. 13 wins every regular season. You can't you can't get by Garoppolo in the play. Like you can't it, Right. I can't I can't can't say Michael Jordan effect, Jeff. Right. Come on, Jeff. Yeah, listen. Come on, Jeff. I'm with you. I, I, listen, in all honesty, I'm with you. If we're gonna compare Michael Jordan to anybody, it's gonna have to be a Tom Brady, right? When you're talking about so so I totally understand your point on the semantics of the of the actual phrase, right? I will say this. When I, I think what the point he's trying to get across is there are players in our game, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers, that are drivers and they change the culture of buildings and football teams. And I think to diminish that would be a bit of a disservice, right? So I understand the point of Michael Jordan. I totally agree with you on those conversations. When you talk, though, about a guy who walks in the huddle and what he demands not only of himself – but the, the expectations he places on other players, on the coaching staff, the way that you conduct your those things are Michael Jordan-esque, right? When you hear about or you see the documentaries of the way that he trained, the way that he drove guys, the way that he pursued uh, success, all of those things, I think that's what Devontae Adams is talking about. And that is different, Max. Like, there are definitely – I can tell you right now, man, when Peyton Manning walked in the huddle, there was a different level of expectation and a different level of accountability than with other quarterbacks. Hey, Jeff, let me ask you this because yeah. I, I mentioned, like, Magic Johnson had the, has the kind of person he walks. This is not Jordan. Jordan right. through his own excellence and demanding, right? But Magic walks into a room and looks at everyone and makes them. He's through his eyes. He sees you as the best version of you, right? And it makes you feel that way, and you want to live up to that. You don't want to disappoint him, right. right? I mentioned like Drew Brees can walk in a room, kind of give you the same feeling, right? Yeah. So, so 
Michael Jordan, it took a certain kind of personality to deal with him, right? Correct. Magic is different. Magic is lifting yeah, yeah. everyone up. That smile. Was, right. right. You, you played with Peyton. You played with Aaron Rodgers. What category do they fit into? Do they uplift everyone? Are they de- more demanding? Like, wh- how would you describe it? I think both and. I, I, and I would say it this way. Like, to, to your point, I think they are – Peyton was more demanding – of players like his expectation when he walked in he wanted he wanted guys to have put the work in before and the, I, I tell people this all the time if they're yelling a, at Jeff Saturday you've seen that clip right Harry Jeff and, and oh Peyton, yeah yeah we'll go at, at each yeah, other yeah, on we, the we ain't scared to light each other up however <laughs> he never asked anyone to do something he hadn't already done himself so if he asked me to watch another hour and a half of, of Blitz cut up, I knew he had watched it. Because when he goes, hey, man, on play 14, what are you, what's your protection call going to be? I better know what I'm going to do. I thought I appreciated that. You know what I mean? When I was with Aaron, he, he, they, he had just come off his first MVP. He was still finding his footing in the leadership category. But I will tell you, the whole when they celebrate – it's a ton of fun as well, right? Like the the excitement that comes in there. So I I, I think they kind of do both. And I, I, obviously for Michael Jordan, it was more of me watching him lead and those kinds of things. But but both of those guys can do it all, and I think that's what separates them in a category or a field that's as tight as you know great quarterbacks that we talk about. Now, Jeff, I want to shift things to the offensive line because you played that position and not many people were better than you when you did it. You look at a guy like Tyron Smith, the Dallas Cowboys, yeah. uh, torn hamstring, he's out indefinitely. How is this going to impact the Dallas Cowboys offense moving forward? Listen, you, you know how much I love offensive line play, Harry, and so I, you know, to, to say it's not going to affect it at all would, be, it would not be the facts, but – it's not like this guy has played every snap of every, you know, Dak has played a number of games. Two years ago, I think he missed 12 games, or, I know, or, or over 10. Uh, I think he missed six last season. Um, he, is a, he is a very good left tackle and has been dominant at that position, but he has faced injuries since about 2015. And so when I, when I look at this football team, Dak is a fantastic quarterback. I think he's still on the rise. I think they have planned for this, understanding how, how Tyron had been battling injury. So this is not a surprise. And in all honesty, if it's going to happen – Harry, you and I, but you want it to happen now, right? You want mm-hmm. this many cuts with the, whoever's going to play that position, whether it's Ball, whether it's you know the new Smith, whoever they're going to end up putting over there, whoever's going to get those cuts, you want them to take them now, so that you understand from a schematic standpoint, you know, from a schematical standpoint, how are you going to adjust? Is it going to be backs, tight ends? You know, are we going to slide protecting more? So you can implement that stuff into the game plan. It's disappointing. You hope he gets back as soon as possible. I don't think it takes away from a, a, a win total for the Cowboys that are double digits. And, Jeff, that's one of the things I said about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Even though they have more players that are down, but if it's going to happen, they have 17 days until their first game, that's right? right? That's just four days shy of three weeks. You have a little bit of time to try to figure it out and try to weather the storm versus versus happening in like week 14. And now you got to try to hit the ground running and you're scrambling all kinds of places trying to fix your offensive line. It's better for things like this. You don't want them to happen. 
It's better for things like this to happen now in training camp, especially when you have time before your first game versus during the season when you're trying to scramble and get guys going. Yeah, you're 100% right. And, and, let me, and let me equate this as well, just because people, you know, people will automatically go a Tyron Smith and then the Bucks. And, and to your point, the difference, I think, from the Bucks' perspective to me was they had played like dang near 2,000 snaps together with Brady. That's a lot. You, you and I both know that's a lot mm-hmm. of reps to go with that front, that interior three that now is not going to be taking any snaps in front of him, as opposed to a guy like Smith who has been in and out of the lineup and banged up. And, you know, not, I'm not saying he wasn't, you couldn't count on him, but from an injury perspective, you always You're had used concern. to it. Yeah. You're I mean, it, it. it was like every week on Thursday, he wasn't practicing. It would say back spasms or whatever. So as you're looking at the injury, you would always be like, oh, is he going to go? Is he not going to go? Let's face it. No, no one was expecting Tyron Smith to play a whole season. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and it's disappointing. Yeah. But, but he, he is a lockdown guy when he's in there. They're going to miss that. But they, they will figure it out, to, to, to Harry's point. Jeff, um, what do you need to see from Trey Lance tonight? Oh, rhythm. I, I, I mean, I think when you think about what expectations for a quarterback are, especially this preseason game when people are actually scripting for you. You know, the top 20 plays will be scripted for Lance and the defense will do the same thing. Can he come in and stay in phase, right? Is, is he, is he going to run the offense efficiently? I'd like to see him to take a couple deep shots down the field to see what that looks like. But you want to see him come in, convert some first downs, move the ball down the field. Because, again, efficiency is key. If you think about the way that football games start – you, you know, if you're Shanahan and you're John Lynch, you want him to come in and in 20 plays, you want them to have some points on the board, you want them to have moved the ball up and down the field and then get off the field healthy. That's all your expectation is for those 20 or 25 snaps, whatever you're going to let them play, uh, unless he lets them go through halftime and then you want to see a good drive out of halftime. Like, we would emphasize that as well. Real quick, Jeff, we got like a minute. Athlete eyeball test. What's his upside? Oh, enormous, bro! Uh, you, you know the, the, some of the throws he's made, some some of the things he's done with his body, and and then you look at him downfield. And I I believe Shanahan is a developer of QBs, and I think the longer he sits in that same room and continues to get developed, he is going to get better and better. And the one thing I will say, I have asked many GMs, because I was one of those guys, I was like, keep Jimmy G, because if, if Trey Lance struggles, I'm going right back to Jimmy G, right? I've said it, I've well, said it. does it. his win. Every, yeah, exactly. Every, every GM and everybody in the personnel department side has told me how intelligent Trey Lance is. They said That's his football IQ That's is, why he went higher than Justin Fields, yeah. right? Because Fields was the more polished guy. That's why he went higher than than uh, than everybody, really. Like like all the question marks because right. you knew who one was going to be. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. When you when you look at this, that's the that's the question. That's you know? Jeff Saturday, Keyshawn J. Willemax, Harry Douglas in for Key. We're back right after this. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio or watch on ESPN Two. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.